<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What's up, cuties? This is Fumi Abe here to let you know that I'm doing a stand-up comedy show in Hollywood at The Virgil on Tuesday, May 2nd at 8 p.m. I would love to see you there. It would mean the world to me. So please get tickets at FumiAbe.com or the episode description below. Thank you. Welcome, Welcome to, to Cash, Cash Cuties. Cuties, a super personal finance podcast where we analyze our friends' credit card statements and judge their spending habits with love. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Steffi Bake. And if you're listening on your Apple Pod app, please leave us a review, hit follow on Spotify, and sub to our YouTube channel for the video version of this podcast. All the links are available in the episode description below. Yay. Uh, moving on to our dono daddies. These are people who uh, leave us a, who give us a donation on the best website on the world, uh, patreon.com slash Cash Cuties. <laughs> pod uh and these are people who help us uh, run this operation man so yeah. this week we have uh christina l who gave us seven seven thousand fifty cents from canada thank you so much thank you so much we um, only have her right now because we've literally done like what is this like two or three episodes we've done three this episodes week. in one week <laughs> you're like no no no. people are giving us money no, continuously. No, they, are. they love us <laughs> um but if you give us a uh, if you give us a donation we give you a shout out on the podcast so yeah. please uh consider going to patreon.com slash cash and, and why do we need these why do we need because this because we've got expenses okay let them know why uh, we got hosting services. We got to pay for this this tech stuff. Sometimes te- stuff, gas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stephanie comes to my place. We go to her place. Also, it'd be nice to get to a point. Well, a, it'd be nice to get to a point if we can do this full time. Mm-hmm. But B, it'd be nice to get to a point where like making enough that we could rent a studio or like Ugh. get cute things or pay for a producer. We have two people helping us right now. Uh, shout out to Domagoy from Croatia and Matthias. Thank I don't know you. where he's from, Matthias, but they help us with video editing and mastering the audio. They're amazing. And we're not paying them. I mean, I vamoed them 50 bucks recently because I okay. felt bad. Yeah. But we're not really paying them. No. And this money will go to them. They're so awesome. Please consider uh, giving us money at We want some vases. We want some like nice little vases. <laughs> we could put little flowers. Yeah. We I want... love how I'm like explaining technical shit and you're like, we like some plants. Uh, we like some pothos. <laughs> hey, I let you deal with the tech stuff <laughs> and, and you, I'm here making vibes. things cute. Vibes. You're the senior vibe consultant on this, yeah, on this podcast. Yeah, we want to have fun. So yeah. yes. Anyways, uh, thank you so much guys for sending us money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Fumi, uh, tell me how you are doing financially this week. Um, this is kind of a weird one, and I thought about not talking about this because I know that <gasps> one of the biggest concerns on this podcast is not to scare away white people. Okay, white people, if you're listening, we love you. Okay, we need you. Okay, <laughs> this I, I had a realization. I, I've always known this, but it was sort of I was reminded of this yesterday about the finances of being Asian in this country. Yeah. Uh, I was doing a show in San Diego. Yeah. And this girl came. I don't know if she's a fan from the podcast or from my Instagram, but she was like, oh, I saw your stuff on Instagram and I loved your stuff. And I was like, oh, thanks so much for coming. And she's like, yeah, I just saw you pop up my Explore page. And I was like, oh, Asian American comedian. Like, I want to check it out. And when she said that, I realized that's how a lot of people in life operate. I think especially with comedy, they're looking for someone to relate to. Mm -hmm. And before I open my mouth, what they see is my face 
and my Asian f- hair and my mm-hmm. face. Yeah. And they go, oh, I know someone like that in my life. Like, it's me. He's like, he's probably going to talk about something I give a shit yeah, about. Yeah, right? yeah. And so she gave me a chance. She looked at my shit and she's like, I like you. Cool. She liked me enough to pay f- to come see me live, right? Yeah, that's dope. And I was just thinking about how... Like, you know, there's a lot of, po- and I'm not, I'm not sure talking here, but there's a lot of podcasts out there where it's like two white girls talking about dating. Mm. And like, you know, I listen to it. I'm like, I don't know. It's okay. It's like pretty like whatever basic shit or whatever, yeah. you know? But I think a lot of white women in this country listen to it and they go, that's so relatable. Yeah. Oh, that's so relatable. Yeah. There's a reason why there's like a, be- you know what betches is? Betches? Like bitches with an E? Yeah. But what is that? Do you know what that is? Yeah. It's, it's, maybe it's a New York thing. It's it's an internet media company that makes like f- content for like young women. Oh in yes, the city. I do know what you're talking and about. And a lot of it's like kind of comedy, dating, right. yeah. shit yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. And but it's uh, mostly white girls that are. Well, it's like run by white women pretty much, and yeah. like it, they're not gonna say it's for white women, but like yes, their fan base is yeah. is white. And I was just thinking about how like, you know, hey, we try real hard to get white people on here. You know what I'm saying? Because they got the money. But it, it is like I just I guess I was just thinking about like. Oh, I think it is harder if you're like not because Asian people only make up seven percent of the population. Mm-hmm. So what I just described having mm-hmm. that effect on somebody, like, oh, I see your face. This is relatable. Yeah, that's only happening seven percent of the time for me. Maybe you know, because right. not all, all Asian people are into comedy. Yeah. not all Asian people in this country are my age. Yeah, so it's really like two percent of the time it's happening but sometimes i think about like oh if i was like a white woman or like yeah. a white man like just me existing and saying something into the microphone right a larger portion of the population goes oh, i'll give this a chance right and right, that right. affects you financially i think that's the reason why if you look at the top 100 podcast list or you know shows or whatever in comedy and whatever do you, you you'll notice that it's a lot of white creators do you, you know wish what you were a bit of a white batch no i wish i could convince them that I'm not scary and that <laughs> I'm relatable and I could have their money. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, I don't want to be a different ethnicity. I just want their money, you know? And I always try do to figure out. Do you think that movie White Chicks, do you think that okay, what, what a majority. Throwback, by the way. What the fuck? Are you talking about I, the one? The, the movie, black, yes. The black it's like, you know, they dress up like white chicks. chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that they are, the, the majority of people who watch that is a largely a white group of people because they dressed up like <laughs> white yeah so like you do saying? you think if we dress <laughs> we put we do white face <laughs> we would get more of those people to we come to tr- our show we should try next week let's put on white face <laughs> and watch our downloads fucking blow the fuck up dude. hey bitches, bitches. You my name is kevin this is stephanie <laughs> Stephanie. Stephanie Wellington. This I am is Fumiana. Fumiana. Uh, Wait, is that even a I'm white? half Hawaiian, Sorry. half white, uh, so exotic in the friendly way. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just Anyways, thinking about that. You know, I don't really have a point to make, but I'm just like, damn, yeah. like it, it is harder, I think, you know? And uh, it's harder, but it's also, don't we love the struggle? It's so <laughs> I don't know. I think fun. I did like it when I was younger, but now I'm like old and well, tired. But yeah, let's if, still think that one person who, you know, they saw something through. in you yeah. and came all the way from wherever the hell to come see me. So thank yeah. you. I don't know. I forgot your name, but thank you for coming. <laughs> and if there are any white people listening, thank you. Tell your white friends. Tell your tell your white friends. We need some yeah. white white people. I don't even think. See, I don't even think we're talking about things that are only relatable to Asians. That's my thing. I feel like we're talking about things that are very universal. Money is relatable to everyone. I know. I think more so than Asian. I think it's like any immigrant can listen yeah. to this and like and, really understand. And I want to like, make it clear. I'm not being like, oh, I wish I was white. I want white. I'm, I just want money. That's really what it is. It's, I'm, a, I'm a piece of shit, but that's it's not. You it's not like I money. think that they're better than whatever. I just want their money. So, anyways, okay. that's my well, thing. Well, he's made it loud and clear. So, uh, <laughs> this is a call to all you 
white people. Ashley's out there. All the Ashley R's, Ashley's Ashley and W's, the, and Ashley the Christopher's. T's. What's good? Uh, anyways, how are you doing financially, Stuffy? Um, I'm still not like I had a hold on a. I have no idea what's happening. I was on uh, hold this week for two jobs. They didn't know, really go through, so but we weren't gonna record today because you almost had a job. Yeah, I know. And I got sad for you when he told me it got canceled. Oh, thank you that's so fucking much. Money, man. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I don't. I don't necessarily think it's me. I think something's happening with like people are canceling the jobs. Mm. So I don't know what's happening there. But anyways, do they ever give you an explanation when they cancel? N- no uh sometimes are, are but typically it's just or is the job getting no the canceled? jobs oh, are getting canceled so like but it still sucks because you are on hold the week of sure, and yeah. then you're like oh well but i still it still hurts me because it makes me feel like i did something wrong for right. some reason oh yeah then because you don't really know exactly sometimes they'll just be like oh the job got canceled or they didn't book you this time it was because the jobs got canceled but i'm like why now? Now I don't yeah. have any money to like live off of really. Well, then I'm still in that same mentality. Like last week, what I was saying is I start returning shit. Return well, so yeah. So finally what I did is I returned the med dates that Justin, <laughs> I Jason? mean, Jason, um, really gifted. Returned those dates? I returned the dates. Oh my God. I also returned my kosher spicy pickles from there. Cause it's su- super spicy. Yeah. I did not have the receipts, but I still got cash for it. They gave you cash, cash. I got eleven dollars and twenty-seven cents back, and this I'm is very incredible. And I feel that. like we are gonna cause some sort of scam to happen in the future with Trader Joe's. Like you really? could just bring. Actually, actually, I was inspired by your story, and I yeah. went to my pantry after I left uh, your house, and I yeah. was trying to look in through. Did you find but anything? To no, I've been buying a lot of stuff from Whole Foods recently because yeah. it's closer. Yeah. Um, so I don't have any Trader Joe's stuff, but I did. I did find like a little cake, like a frozen cake in yeah. the freezer. Yeah. And I thought about returning it. <laughs> um, but I, I'm th- I think next time I go to a party I'm yeah. gonna steal a bunch of Trader Joe's goods <laughs> from people's pantries and return I, them now dude, I, know I was surprised the cash, the cash. Dude, I, it's, it's kind I of insane store credit I understand right. still amazing yes but cash bro I don't know that's, I, that's like, a scam bro um, this other thing I did with Sephora which is weird is um, I'll return but it's been past the 30 days Yeah. so it's been like two months but I'll still return the thing right I, I returned a piece of like um, concealer then um i got a gift card i got the gift card i bought something else with the gift card then recently i returned the thing that was on the gift card okay. and they offered me cash back oh so you almost got it's like you got money for the gift card kind but of. i don't understand why how that's even fair when they didn't even want to give me the cash in the first place right, from right, that. Right, 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 right. so i don't really know what that's all i wasn't trying to scam Dude. them but it is kind of scammy feeling and you're like accidentally scamming companies <laughs> <laughs> You know I'm that. getting cash. I don't know, man. Dude, you're it's the return queen. But anyways, Sephora is one of my like top places. I spent I spent so much money there, and at Trader Joe's. So in the end, it does go back to their yeah, little yeah, pockets. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> you're like, ah, please don't arrest me. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. Anyways, um, I want to introduce a very special guest, a very friendly, dear friend. <laughs> okay, friendly, a very dear friend. friendly, friendly, dear friend of mine. <laughs> that sounded really weird. Do you but even know I've this known, guy? <laughs> I've a known very him friend. for. He's actually one of my closer LA friends, okay. and I've only. I haven't known him very long, but the amount of time I've known you, it's always so fun. And we're all, anyways, let me introduce you. He is a tech consultant, tech recruiter, business owner, and a huge foodie. And that's how we've kind of like become friends. Uh, let me introduce you to Joe Chung. Yay! Yay! Is that how you pronounce Chung? Because it's Chung. spelled Chung? Chung. 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 Okay. Chung. okay. And that's, that's Vietnamese? 
No, it's no. actually Chinese. Oh, okay. You're half, right? Yeah, my mother is Vietnamese. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Cool. Well, we kind of want to go into, we, we got your finances. We want to go into your background a bit. And so let's go into the history of Joe Chung, especially with money. Where did you grow up? Seattle, Washington. Okay. The suburbs of. The suburbs. And was it, what kind of class do you feel like you were in? Pretty affluent, actually. Oh, really? Like, oh. Yeah, it was pretty affluent, like, neighborhoods and stuff. Whoa. What is I, your... Okay. Yeah, did, like, what, like, Bellevue, Mercer Island. If people are from Seattle, they know those neighborhoods pretty well. What did your parents do? Both my parents... Well, my dad originally was... He worked for the Hong Kong Shanghai Bank. But when we were living in Seattle, um, he was no longer doing that. But my mother, um, being... A good immigrant Vietnamese woman was a very strong entrepreneur. Okay, so um, she was doing crazy. Like, so my relationship with money is very interesting. I grew up with, um, if you know the history of Vietnam, you know um, the South Vietnamese were basically lost the war. Mm-hmm. So if you're so my my family was associated with sort of the upper class military government, whatever. So they were put in reeducation camps, and so she escaped on a boat um, with my older sister, um, and came to the United States, and then she figured out ways of making it here just like a lot of other immigrants. And one of the, like, uh, she had, um, originally she had, like, a gift store. Um, and what I learned later was, um, yes, she sold gifts and all this sort of stuff, but the way she really made her money was um, sending money back to Vietnam. And at the time, it's communist countries. So this is, like, circa 80s, 90s, right? Okay. So it's, like, you're not allowed to send money to, like, um, communist countries. I don't or, know or that. There's a certain limit or whatever. Okay. But she was smuggling back hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay. And the way she would smuggle these things back were either on flights on her body and stuff like that or um like in jars uh canned food uh-huh. or um they get bicycles and i remember my dad would be cutting them in half they'd be shoving hundred dollar bills in bicycles bicycles and then <laughs> rewelding them and then repainting oh them and then shipping God. them there and then my cousin in vietnam was telling me because you know we're older now we're talking about because he was living there he's like yeah my we get these bikes from the states and we cut them in half and pull money out of them. It wasn't crazy. Wait, did you know this was happening as a kid? As a kid, I, I, I saw stuff happening, but I didn't realize what it was until I was older. Right. Question, is your mom making money because she's smuggling on behalf of other people? Yes. Okay, I was going to, okay. Yes, yes, it's yes, not yes, just yes. family money. Gotcha. So there's some of that, and so, then obviously, like, you know, she was... She was, um, like, Western Union vibes. Uh, like, yeah, she, like, she, 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 she takes her cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was yeah. the cut? Do you know how much <laughs> I, 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 I have yo, no idea. That's fucking badass, but man. But to the point where you can actually, you might be able to even look it up. She was like on the cover of like the Seattle PI or the Seattle Times because she got caught with like over $100,000 in cash on her body <gasps> as she was smuggling out of the United States. Oh, shit. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> you found out? Did you, did no, you see that article? You saw This is public like information. I know. Again, I was like really young, so I didn't really understand like how hardcore that is. Right. <laughs> did, did your community look down upon that because you are living among the affluent? Like, oh, we they have a criminal. Because remember, this is pre-internet days, right? Oh, so this, this, you can't really find no out. <gasps> wow. They're just like, oh, some Asian lady. Yeah, some Asian lady got caught like smuggling money to communists. What did you oh, think about shit. this at that time? I had no thoughts about it. Like, Zero I, 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 thoughts. I was of... like, what, eight, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right, I, mean, right, I was right. more concerned about what Nintendo game I was sure. next month. Okay. You know? Do you feel like that, knowing that at some point you've realized what was happening, do you think that affected how you view money? I think so. Well, I think, I think a lot of different Asian American communities can relate to this, especially like, especially Koreans, because they more recently had a war as well. So people leaving the country with the war. All the great things that we had financially when I was a kid, it was always very much reminded that it could all disappear tomorrow. Mm, because mm, literally mm. she like, you know, went on a boat with nothing, right? Um, and then, you know, here we are running into some like reasonably good fortune, um, being able to buy nice things. Um, but she made it very clear um, and created sort of this 
survival instinct in yeah. us mm. that it could all disappear tomorrow. So, so did I, you, I, th- I think that's kind of how I think all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Right, did you right, right. feel like you understood the value of money at that age? Or like, did you see wealth around? Like, obviously you were in an affluent area. Were you also like part of that experience of like getting whatever you wanted? Yeah. Were you taking like fencing lessons and shit? <laughs> no, 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 no. What was I don't know what rich kids do. As a kid, I didn't take any lessons. Um, I didn't learn, I learn anything. Well, I, played the cello for a little bit but that was like through school but nothing private uh my parents didn't really force me to do any of that st- like typical asian like piano and stuff oh. i wasn't really into that um but like to go back to your question about like how do i think about money i guess i always kind of viewed it as easy come easy go wow and i think with that mentality it's just like okay like i want to maintain this lifestyle so i'm gonna live this lifestyle now i gotta figure out how to pay for it yeah. right, right, right right and right. So i think that that there's a forcing function yeah into you know some of the choices i've made in my career in my life yeah, yeah. do you wow. think that um this is something i struggle with personally because i have the same mentality where like i do think i could get hit by a bus tomorrow get cancer or whatever and just all my money's gone and i think for a long time now you'd be dead so it doesn't matter if your money's gone or not. <laughs> yeah or like I, I, <laughs> I, I, I guess what i mean by that is like i'd be in a situation where it's like i now i owe two hundred thousand dollars for my Chemo, bus right? company. Yeah, but see, I <laughs> have to think like that. In my out. mind, I'm like, now I gotta pay for this bus that oh. I broke. You know? okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, because of that, I always, I never like, I just had a bunch of money sitting in my checking account for like forever. Mm. I just, just watching it go up, and it wasn't until I was in my like mid twenties where like my coworkers who are white were like, "That's you're losing money. Like, mm. don't you want to invest?" And I was so scared. I had some investment. I was so scared to put like forty, fifty thousand away in something. I was oh, like, so you I, know I, what I mean? I have some a point to that. Like, I, I do that still today. You mean I, you're scared to? I'm scared. Uh, yes. I, I, to the point. Okay. Here, to this point, and it's so stupid. It makes no financial sense. So this is probably one of the dumbest financial decisions I I make. So since we're talking about money, so I I've, I've literally been doing my taxes because they're due next Tuesday. Yeah. And I didn't. Shouts. I could file for an extension, but I really don't want to do it. Um. Anyways, I'm sitting here, and I'm I I you know all the money because this last year I did 100% all consulting. So I just kept putting that money into my corporate checking account, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I didn't bother paying the. Um, the quarterly taxes. The quarterly taxes. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just felt like I needed to hold on to it, but it's stupid because it's because you owe so it, much. It's sitting at the in my end. bank account, like collecting whatever one percent, whatever yeah, like yeah. nominal amount of interest. But the reality is, I should have just paid it, mm. had that money sit with the IRS instead, and not get the penalties. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm so hard. Like, oh shit, can hit the fan tomorrow, and glad I can just go to the bank and pull out all this money if I need to, right? Yeah. Like, so and you like you seeing it kind of add up yeah. and stay yeah, but you're, there. You're, you're yeah, 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 okay yeah. with paying the penalty for yes. not... Right, that's, that's, this that, is that's exactly the thing Jason that Jason did. Our friend Jason was on last week, same thing. He has... Oh, quit. was that the drug dealer guy? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, he's a stand-up comedian. That's yeah. his first thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, the drug dealer guy, right? Like, yeah, 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 he just, you know, he's never had money before, and so now he's making a lot of money because he's like a popular stand-up comedian, but yeah. he doesn't want to pay off his debt because he likes seeing the money yeah. go up on his account. Yeah. No, no, no. And I get I, that. And the thing is, I can pay, I can pay it all. It's just... Yeah. It feels good to see those yes. zeros. Yes. Jesus. Yes. It's That's weird. It's a, it makes no sense. Yeah. So what what was your first job ever? Uh, the first time I had made real money as a kid, I was 13 years old. Um, I scalped tickets. Dude. For like concerts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I, saw in Seattle. I saw that in your LinkedIn? resume yeah, at the it's, it's bottom. A, yeah. That was oh, yeah. your he first. He, he said that's a resume, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he did. And it's like literally eight pages long. Yeah, is this a comedy resume? It's like six pages. You it's can't so funny that. you wrote the scalping down there. Oh, yeah. No, it's no. a legit job. I made a lot of money as a kid. No, but I, but Not see. Not as much as your drug dealer friend, though. That was crazy. <laughs> but like, to be honest, if I was like recruiting somebody or if I was like hiring someone, seeing that at a young age, I'd be like, this guy understands that he was hustling since he was. 
that's a, a job, I think. No, I personally would. Yeah, but I would. You, like a government job would look down upon that, I yeah. think. Yeah. You know what I'm He's yeah, not yeah, getting yeah. a government like job. A sales job is good. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, wow. Okay, so how did that go down? So, and why uh, did you get into that? So now you get the sense of my age. So I grew up in Seattle in the 90s, right? Yeah. It's like sub pop. Sub pop, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And so um, this is pre internet. So when you wanted to get tickets back then, you actually had to just wake up in the morning and stand in line at Ticketmaster, yeah. like at their outlets. And I found out that there's a, where I lived, um, they had a really small Ticketmaster window in this town at the time called Mercer Island. It's still called Mercer Island, but it's like, it's gotten a lot more popular, but back then it, not as many people lived there. Um, and they had one Ticketmaster like window. And so I'd always stay there at 8am and wait that morning for whatever concert. And so I'd buy extra. My parents gave me capital to do it. And then I bought some extra <laughs> and then they bought me a answering machine. And then what I would do is that back in the day before Craigslist, you just got a one liner in the, the classified ads in the newspaper. It's mm -hmm. like 10 bucks for $5. I don't remember what it was. And I'd be like, you know, um, my first concert that I made money off, I think it was like a Soundgarden concert. And it was Wait, like, that's a huge band. Yeah, but back then it was pretty big, but like, you know. They weren't doing like stadiums. They, they, were, they were doing 5,000 seats. Okay. Yeah, but not yeah. like, they weren't doing like 100,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this illegal? Um, so, I was going to ask you about uh, that later. So... <laughs> Um, where I lived, so within the state of Washington, certain counties or certain cities, it's legal and some are not. Okay. Mercer Island, where I lived, happened to be legal. You looked that up as a 13-year-old boy? No, uh, I didn't I didn't know and didn't care because what are they going to do? Arrest me? But uh, I found out later. So you and just got lucky, kind of. I got lucky. But yeah, even yeah. if it's illegal, what's a cop going to do? Like, yeah, they're like, some like 13-year-old kid for making like 50 bucks on a sound yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really worried about it, nor, nor were my parents. Yeah. Your parents actually helped you. They invested yeah, in they you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, they would call, leave messages on the answering machine. I call them back and say, I have them. And I'll meet you at the McDonald's at this like intersection. Yeah. My dad would drive me there. Yeah. Um, make, make sure, sure I didn't safe. get my feet up yeah. and then I would give them tickets like a cash and then so I always had like at the time this is like in the 90s I always had at least like a couple hundred bucks in my wallet what was your markup? You, double usually double <gasps> That's great. Because you'd wow. buy bands that you knew would sell out. Uh, well, I bought bands that I knew I wanted to see. Oh, okay. okay, okay right? Okay. I, and um, not ne I, I could have made more if I started buying other shows, but yeah. I it was more to pay for buying CDs because this is pre-internet. Yeah. Um, and I, I still have my collection of CDs, actually. Mm. And then um, to, to buy concert tickets. Wow. To go to all the shows for free. You are a little entrepreneur. I love that. And your parents kind of like uh, guided it, it you. They were it, okay it made with... It proud, actually. It was like a proud <gasps> Asian moment. It was your idea or their idea? My idea. You just were buying tickets to a band you wanted to see one day, and you're like, oh, what if I bought more? Yeah, and I could just make money and go for free. And they didn't wow. take any of your money, right? No, they didn't take any money. Oh, okay. Wow. This is really cool. So, I mean, I think the fact that you saw your parents doing something not similar but it's kind of like out of the regular yeah, like do what it takes yeah, yeah. you're you kind of like followed along suit it seems like and i think it's just hardwired yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean because at this point you're still 13 you probably didn't understand exactly what smuggling money meant or whatever no i, I, well, I, the thing is, I saw these activities happening i didn't know what was actually happening right right right, right. no until i was told much 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 later in life. yeah like in wow that's amazing yeah. okay Hello, hello, my sweet, sweet employed and unemployed cuties. Ever been injured at work? Ever struggled to take a lunch break without being judged? Ever wrongfully terminated? If you have answered yes or no of anyone who has, consider contacting your Korean lawyer friend, Brianna Kim at koreanlawyerfriend.com or at 714-482-6301. Your Korean lawyer friend will protect and seek enforcement of your rights as an employee. 
Has a manager ever asked you to run personal errands beyond your job responsibilities? Have you ever been let go unfairly because your boss is retaliating against you for personal reasons like sexual orientation or lifestyle? You should be compensated for all of the above because you and your time are valuable. I remember when I worked in the music industry back in the late 2000s, uh, I had like an admin job and I felt like my boss was using me as her personal assistant on and off the clock and I wasn't really sure how to bring it up. And I wish I knew that there was somebody I could call because at the time I didn't know that I had rights. I remember a manager once told me to wear makeup because I didn't look old enough for the office. I remember feeling so embarrassed and started questioning whether my age actually affected my work abilities. Brianna Kim works on contingency, which means her services are free until she settles the case. So you have nothing to lose. Contact Brianna Kim PC today at koreanlawyerfriend.com for a free consultation by mentioning our podcast, Cash Cuties. Okay, let's get into a little bit about uh, you're in the tech industry. You're yes. um, you're a tech recruiter. Is that the correct term yeah, for what yeah. you do? Yeah, I mean, um, that's where I make primarily most of my income is the recruiting mm -hmm. part. Okay, so how did you get into that, and what does it take to be a tech recruiter? I got recruited to be a recruiter. I was a sales guy doing like a lot of cold calls. So again, this is before like email campaigning was a thing. Uh -huh. So um, in the beginning, with sales and recruiting. Um, you, you, on average, I would make 100 to 120 cold calls, like dial-outs uh -huh. per day, hopefully get 10 connects um, and talk for talk time of the day for 10 to 20 minutes. And uh -huh. that's how you would get your leads and generate stuff. So mm -hmm. was right. this like commission? You were getting commissions? Yeah, my first recruiting job when I got recruited, um, it was 100% commission. So Whoa. what they would do is uh, the first three months, they give you what's called a unrecoverable draw, which is $3,000 a month to pay for your expenses. After... This is living in San Francisco. So $3,000 a month minus taxes was not nothing. It, nothing. You can't live. Nothing. Like, it, it was really difficult. Yeah. Um, and then what happens is after three months, um, they'll keep paying you that $3,000, but you got to pay it back. Okay. And then so you, which the way you make your money is you make your placements. So when you place a person, um, you get anywhere from 20 to 30% of their base salary. as okay. like the fee. So at the time, this was like, whatever, 17 years ago, a good engineer was making like 120, 130. So say 20% of that, it's like $26,000. Um, the company that I worked for would take about 70% of it, and then I'd get 30%. Mm. Um, but after I got into Whoa. my rhythm, I would start probably doing like one and a, on average one and a half placements a month. Yeah. Um, some guys didn't make any placements for the first six months, so they started getting into debt. So now the they're company. owing money. Wait, yeah. I'm sorry. Is this business practice like still going on today slash no, is it no, legal? Because this sounds extremely abusive. It, and, it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, um, okay. doesn't happen anymore. And then also a lot of those guys got their... It made me really pissed off, but all those guys got their uh, draws were like um, basically forgiven, and so they didn't have to pay it back. Is that a law thing? Like, it's not a law thing. I think the, the company wanted to keep them because after six months they were started being productive. Oh, I see. And they I didn't see, want them to just completely be in a hole. All the time. Right, right, right. So, yeah. so That's were crazy. you were you doing? Was there like training and there was there a script? Because like I I come from real estate where I was part of a brokerage and I would pay a sales. A uh, person, like I, I would, uh, a mentor, a thousand dollars a month to teach me how to be a better cold caller. And so there were scripts I memorized, and I would call door knock, and I would hit three hundred doors a day That's to even, even harder, get man. to even talk to about ten people. That's when I knew the day was done. There was no <sighs> nine to five. It was a hundred percent again commission. Same yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. right? So I did that for almost five years a thousand a you pay somebody for five years yeah because the, you know what it is with sales jobs there's no one pushing you to do the job uh -huh. it's like we're our own bosses but like i didn't know how to be a boss like i didn't know how to like 
schedule shit i'm all over the place so i would keep i would basically pay this person to keep me accountable so i would wake up in the interesting morning. be honest do you think this person was a scammer was he actually helpful? no it absolutely helped oh really okay. yes okay, i okay. had like no money if without without having someone because like uh, it's like as if you know you have a if you have a boss at a regular salary job you would like have to go into the office at right. nine o'clock yeah. Yeah, yeah if you're just basically like sales is it's so weird because the motivation has to be like strong right and it has why. to be so strong that it's like you owe money if you don't work yeah exactly yeah. so um i'm assuming that when you were out in silicon valley that you were partying with a lot of wealthy tech people what is the wildest thing you've seen them spend money on i think it's private jets Wait, just like regular engineers and shit? Oh, regular engineers. Sorry, were you referring to... Are you, are you hanging, out with, are you hanging out with fucking Jack Dorsey or whatever the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, billionaires. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I don't know that. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's around a lot of um, billionaires. Yeah. You know, I've worked with... Um, so Jack's co-founder, um, Evan Williams, at a company called Medium. So they founded Twitter together. Oh, um, Medium, like the blog company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like an early employee there. He used to work there, yeah. Um, oh, word. So I worked with Evan and, you know, I worked with a lot of these folks and seeing a lot of these types of people at events. I wouldn't say the parties are crazy, um, but I, you know, the biggest thing that <laughs> these guys spend money on is like, it's always like jets usually when they're like, when they make the billions, you know, yeah. because that's the only way you can buy time. Oh, right. Okay. So it's actually a very good use of money spending because these guys have made so much money they can't spend it in a lifetime. But with a private jet, you can, it's not even a, so, <laughs> they can spend so it. here's the thing. It's like, okay, I, I think a lot of people, especially like in LA, if they go on a private jet or they have a friend that takes them or like they charter, like whatever it is, they're like all over Instagram, like, yeah, look at my fucking best life, right? Um, with people that I know in the Silicon Valley that have these things, it's a absolutely no social media law, rule, never post it. It's and also even like cars and stuff like they all drive Teslas and things like that and they're billionaires right mm -hmm. um, it's not about being the flash and showing what they got mm. it's like how do you save time how do you be efficient and so that to Ew, that is dude. okay That's I have weird I have, that is weird I have a question based <laughs> on that how do you feel what's the difference in the way money is spent by wealthy people in San Francisco compared to people in LA I don't think I've met a truly wealthy person in LA <gasps> Whoa. I do, do you think interesting do, do you think these tech people in SF are making more than like big movie producers in LA I have no idea like I don't know what a big movie producer makes, makes in LA like what is a, no like a Steven, Steven Spielberg versus oh, okay, like okay, that dude is like that's, that's an exception but okay so Steven Spielberg is an equivalent to Mark Zuckerberg that's true I mean right? he's so, yes, that, Mark makes right. more but what so, about like I don't know what, what's another director like fucking I don't know like Seth Rogen is Seth, Ro is Seth Rogen richer or not as rich as like the guy who invented like widgets on Google or what you know what I mean like who, these people you're working with you know what I mean like yeah, so, I don't know how much I can look so about like Seth Rogen Seth is you know he's a very he's like a superstar basically but right? I'm yeah. assuming he makes like a few hundred million dollars in my head I don't know if that's I, I true no I, I would say Seth Rogen's his net worth is 80 million yeah, which doesn't less than 100 right yeah so, so okay, is, is that like you, but you know guys who are yeah, it's like it. I worked for a company. We got acquired. Uh, the co-founder is someone you've never heard of. Um, I bet you he made well over that amount of money in one transaction. Yeah, you know what? This is this I makes sense. I think tech money's more. Yes, of tech and I remember in New it's, York, it's highly leveraged. Yes, I remember in New York. I would always do this comedy club next to the West in this West Village. That these beautiful brownstones. And I remember one day I was like, "Who the fuck lives here? Like, what what do you have to do to do this?" And 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 like we were looking up the salary of Aziz Ansari. And he didn't make as much as the guy who actually lived in this brownstone. And that guy, we looked him up and he's just like a hedge fund guy. And so a lot of times, like, we think these stars are making money and all this shit. But like, really... Like, I, I can give you an example. Like, um, 
Um, a fresh college grad, computer science major, Facebook, standard offer, at least this was like a few years ago, is usually the, the base salary is between 120 to 150-ish, depending mm. if they're returning return, and $100,000 sign-on bonus, and okay. stock, and that, free everything. That's kind of like how much... Uh, that's entry level. That's how right. much like I think a doctor would make, like a surgeon, off right after college. Not would even right that? after, but maybe... maybe uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, okay, uh, I, I have a legit question for you about that and society. Do you think that... I have this theory that because tech pays so much, and a lot of times you don't have to work that much or the hours aren't crazy like lawyers that maybe we are losing talent like smart people to tech like people who 10 years ago would have been a lawyer are now just like i want to be a fucking product person at facebook or whatever and i feel like maybe we're losing smart people that could have been doctors and saving the earth and now they're just like surfing in hawaii working for linkedin or whatever i don't know so, so it's my just a made up theory my, my you know answer to that is now these people are building technologies where you need fewer people to actually have yeah. those jobs. Mm -hmm. They're building, oh, f fewer people. We don't need as many lawyers and doctors, is what you're saying. Hey, you build, they, what they're doing is they're building tools and technologies that more highly leverage themselves. So mm. now what a doctor could have done, what 10 doctors did before, now two doctors can do. Oh, Does that make sense? Shit. Whether it's robots for helping surgery or like reference materials or knowledge or chat GPT to write prescriptions, like whatever it is, right? Yeah. They can use those things. That's a fucking smart question. answer. <laughs> do yes. you know Elizabeth Holmes? And yeah, were you though, the, dude, she's crazy. You know, yeah, you but what, but did you did you hear about her before she became this? Um, so infamous this was before person? I was really into the startup scene. So I, I I've heard of her. I knew the story of Theranos, but um, it wasn't. She's like one generation of Silicon Valley behind me. Oh, behind after behind like yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah. So uh, before my time. Oh yeah. man, she's kind of cool crazy. <laughs> There's a, there's a lot of people like it's, that. That's the crazy thing. Right? That's, I feel like it'd be a scammy place. Silicon could be very scammy. Like, <sighs> okay, so... Yeah, they're like I, a I lot of charisma like, people. About, I, I, don't, I don't know her. I know the story from what is on... Hulu. Whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's um, so good. My and, and this happens a lot. I think these entrepreneurs, they're, they're, they're ridiculously brilliant. Super smart. They see yeah. the potential in everything. And they have this... They see the way in which to get to that point. And they... It's almost like, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like you, you, you dream it and you'll believe it. If anything, they've already think that it exists in, in their minds. It's there mm. because they're just so forward thinking that they're just living in that present and they're making it happen. So I don't think her in, and I, my get, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to make an assumption. I think there is a possibility in a, a world where she actually believed this thing was real. Mm. I could, I could see, I could see us like. I could see where people believe something so much they want it to be true that it's it like a reality. Real, yeah, I, I, I do. I feel, do, don't you know people like that? I feel yes. like even in like comedy, there are, I can't, I can name you so many people who are like from day one open mic, you're fucking bombing, but they think they're a star. Literally yeah. like, I'm not making this up. That I did a show with her. She fucking bombed. But I remember her being like, okay, cool. Like how do I become a TV writer? I, I remember she said that and I was like, what the fuck? And then like, and she has her own TV show. And I'm like, you just fucking like, some people just really believe in themselves and it fucking happens. And I feel like people like us were like, no, I have to practice for like 10 years, you know, fucking like. Don't include me in this. I don't want to be I mean, part I felt of that this. Way. I started in my twenties. I definitely felt that way. I was like, no, you got to put in the work. But fucking like the, well, that Jiro from that sushi documentary. You know, I got to make fucking 
rice for 20 years right. before I can touch the Japanese You know what I'm saying? The Japanese like, way of stuff is just really... It's fucking, just, it's fucked yeah. up. But like, I think a lot of people feel that way. They're like, no, I need certain hours of practice. Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours. They believe in that. But then you meet these people who are like, they they, they legitimately in their star, in their brain, they're stars. Or they've all invented this thing. And would, it fucking happens. But, but, would but you for rather... For that thing right. to become real, they've invested more than 10,000 hours. Yes, yes. Right. 100%. Self, 100%. do you prefer, would you rather be that self-unaware? I can't even say if they're self-unaware, right? Yeah. It's almost like... Like it's they like, turn off the part that's like rejecting themselves. It's like delusional, but not in a not in like a self debilitating way. Right. You know? Would you rather be that person though, or be so in yourself and know yourself so well oh, that God, it's you know bringing yourself? yourself. Well, you'll go crazy. You're gonna chop your ear off. I or agree with that in some yeah. way. Like, you just that, gotta fucking chop that shit off. But I think it's too. Yeah. You, I, yeah. Yeah. Earlier, like, yeah. I think it's hardwired. I don't think that you can be. I can't be that. I can never I have that can, mentality. I think you can do that. I think that because I did sales and you can force yourself to believe something so much that you could turn. Sales taught me anything is that like once you get over the rejection and like what it's doing to me, yeah. like hurting me or like the people hating me, I could get to the next level. So my, so, I, I don't know if this is where your belief comes from or like where you're confident. My confidence comes from experience and proven data so right now like i've been doing comedy almost 10 years and i don't have enough followers that i can like tour but i know Why? that if Why? they wait, wait, wait. go back to that you said you don't have enough followers you can tour why can't you tour well i can on my own but like it's an it's a harder sell for me because now people have Why like over... tagging along to someone that's like you know but you lose money that way you gotta oh, be, no, you... No, no, but like, i mean well I'm, I'm gonna push back on you here okay so like i believe <laughs> i firmly believe you yeah. are the average of the people you spend most time with so even if you lose money touring with people that can help you go up it's like you're investing in yourself sure yeah and i'm making connection with the clubs and i i started to do a little bit of that but like you know i, I have touring agents who like uh. can't get me anything because I, they're like you don't have enough followers and but i've been doing it for so long that now i truly can cocky i can be cocky and be like I know I'm better than you guys and all these people and I know that I can do this and so that's why I'm like sort of putting myself out there a little bit more because yeah. I truly believe in my product but that came from 10 years of work not me doing one show and being like now I deserve a TV show you know what I'm saying so I, I believe you in that I think people can get there with that delusion but mine just comes from like proven track do you, you need I mean? stats and Excel sheets well, I, I that's need, what it is he needs no, to see I, the numbers I and mean, be well, like, what do you think about that the, the whole idea of the big break though uh i don't know i, think I believe anything can happen i truly I, believe so, from I, everything i see in this industry that oh. the most <laughs> random shit can happen no for sure and you get in the right wrong or you could literally be in the wrong room and then just that's you got that chance like and you're just like what and so i, I guess it leads me back to this whole thing it's like i'm a firm believer and a lot of action leads to good things yeah uh -huh. so like if you put forth to the universe a shit ton of action the eventually the big break yeah, will yeah. be there and yeah you, you're, I agree. you're only in that mindset of putting forth action in yeah happens. yeah what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, so yeah. That's why I ask. I'm just kind of yeah, I guess, I guess, but there's also an age element. I don't know if you feel this, but I feel like I'm just so over the... I, I mean, I'm too old to be like... I, I think old as in like, I've been doing this too long to be like anything can happen tomorrow like i can't think like that those, those that's not what my value is uh, like yeah. my value is like i i like creating i like making videos putting it out and sharing it with people and if it does well that's fucking awesome if it doesn't i can't let that make me unhappy because i'm gonna fucking kill myself you know right, so like right. this mentality because i used to be like that. i used to be like i don't know it could happen tomorrow we used to i used to talk like that when i was fucking 25 two years in the comedy but like i just can't i don't have the ability to like think like that anymore and sometimes i think if that's like holding me back or something you know what i mean because i think to your point though it's just whatever you believe is the truth is the truth so if you mm -hmm. believe hey it takes data it takes 10 years it takes you doing the hours and now you do really believe you're the shit right yeah, yeah. that doesn't matter that then that's the truth that's the truth for me for you yeah 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 so yeah, it will yeah, happen yeah, yeah. for you it just yeah. will happen now right 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 so it doesn't really matter at this right. point just like, yeah. it's gonna happen it's a self-fulfilling prophecy like if you if, if there's something that you want to achieve in your life and you just like think it long enough it like happens. i agree because mm. that's what's happened for me because it doesn't make sense yeah, a lot of things that happen for me <laughs> makes zero sense like, like when i think about what, like, what, like <laughs> the work that i've been able to do the companies i've been able to work for and the people i've been able to meet and work alongside i'm like this is this doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm a big uh, <laughs> I, 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 like, you know what I mean? yeah, i'm a big yeah, subscriber of the uh, fucking what's the simulation theory you oh, know what yeah. i'm saying me i'm too, like i too, feel like too. somebody's yeah. controlling me he's taking a nap right now but you know <laughs> But like sometimes it's like, what the fuck? I mean, when I first got my first TV writing job, I'm like, you're joking, right? Like, I'm not a, I can't do this. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And I'm like in so LA. Like, test I'm like, it out. The guy's like, you go check it. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Be funny, funny man. <laughs> <laughs> Show us what you got, uh, buddy. Hey, cuties. We want to take a quick break from the show and tell you that Stephen and I started a patreon what is patreon patreon is the best way to support us and this podcast fans can subscribe to our page for however much money you want to give and in return you get rewards and perks that's right we'll be releasing bonus episodes where we answer fan questions and get into more of our chaotic lives yes just go to patreon.com slash cash cuties pod and help us grow that's patreon.com slash cash cuties pod back to the show yay So we know, based on knowing you, that you have a affinity for a country. Yes. That country being F where Fumi's from. Are you really from there? Is that where you're yeah, from? Yeah, I'm from Japan. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm from His Shiba. name's Fumi. Well, he could have been born here and named Fumi. I don't know. No. That's true. That's true. Right? No. He could no, be no, like no. Japanese American. Yeah, yeah. Right. Does he no, seem no, no. Japanese American? Kind of. Yeah, I think so. He's got no accent. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. I think when you have well, you a think Japanese I, you, you name, you see me like, oh, like that's what you fucking think when you see me. <laughs> that's what you fucking. No, it's like my friends who I grew up in a place where it's like 
predominantly was Japanese Americans. Yeah, Yeah, in Torrance. And so my friends were all Japanese, but like if you had a Japanese name, I knew immediately. You're from. Oh, a lot of Japanese Americans, yeah, they don't do that. No, no, I had Dan. Dan I had Kana. You know, I had uh, Seira. I had, you know, like a lot. Like I knew they're from Japan. Sure, yeah. So, anyways, uh, but you are, yes, Japanese American. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You had a relationship over there. Yeah, this is a few years ago, yeah. A few years ago with a person who is a hostess yes. yes tell us about that a bit i'm into that shit bro <laughs> how did you but, meet how did yeah. you meet her through friends oh so you didn't meet her at the club Nah, you're not invited to those things as like a foreigner you can't go as a foreigner no not these ones but you, i thought you could oh, go these are with high-end her. ones yeah, this high-end is ones. oh you can go to like kabakura and stuff like that but not... oh but i'm sorry is this not a kabakura no 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 oh, no, no. this is like hostess hostess club Hostess club? How is that different from Kabakura? Kabakura is more like it's like a, it's like a different level, kind of. So it's cheaper, ka- cheaper, but, oh. but also like different kinds of entertainment. So like the girls will like sit with you, sing with you, like, drink with party you, party with you. It's more yeah. of a party vibe. It's kind of like um, I don't know what it compares I, I, to. I've been to that. I, what's hostess bar? Hostess thought- club is like um, usually it's they're always in really nice neighborhoods like Ginza, yeah. Rupungi, yeah. usually nearby like really nice office buildings. Okay, and it's like um, just to go there for ninety minutes usually. Just to start, I, last I checked when I saw like the price sheet was like three to five hundred dollars for just per to hour be there. Per, for ninety minutes. That's just not, to in, sit. not including drinks. Yeah, you have to buy a bottle. Woo! Right, so you, then you tag on another seven hundred dollars plus. Yeah. If you want to pick the girl, it's called nomination fee. There's another hundred dollars oh, on top of that. Oh <gasps> yeah. And then if you stay longer than ninety minutes, I think every hour is like I don't know, hundred fifty bucks for me. Are like these that. businessmen that yeah, are going like to yeah. these? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all businessmen doing business transactions. Wow. Mm. I didn't know that. So like my experience with Kabakura has only been in New York. There's some on Fifty Third Street or oh, back yeah, in the day. Oh, like uh, like Domi kind of stuff. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like I had these like Japanese older people who took me when I was younger, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's that was my introduction. I've never been in Japan, but I thought I always thought hostess bar and Kabakura was the same thing. But I, I don't no, know. No, no, the no, price no, So those okay. like uh, those like Kabakura is just it's just more party. Yeah, and they just like sit with you and they'll sing karaoke. Yeah, they let a fucking underage guy um, in. So, but at the nice hostess clubs, they're dressed super nice. Like, have you watched that show Tokyo Vice? Oh, with um that that white guy. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. What's his yeah, name? Yeah. There's like scenes in there. It's it's more like it's it's <laughs> definitely more like shit. it's more like that. Um, so usually it's like super high end. It's all the dudes are wearing their suits and stuff. Yeah, the women um dress super nice. Um, they're all like super articulate. Um, and they because, all speak they're very like um uh, cultured no, no, actually, a lot of them, a lot of them are cultured right yeah they're cultured they, mm-hmm. they they read up on like current affairs and um like things oh. like hobbies and stuff so that way when they bring let's say like let's say you and i are working out some deal let's say we're gonna make a show yeah um and if we're japanese i bring you to this place and like I, i'm trying to like win your deal or whatever right um and then i would make sure that there's a certain kind of woman that would be interested that you'd be interested in or guy or whatever you're into and then um you know, we would they would be there pouring our whiskey, lighting our cigarettes, and um, they would you know input things about if you talk about golf, current events, they'll they'll, they'll speak. But they know it. about that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Wow. That's wow. It. So did you have you been? Did you go to these things before you met your girl? No. Did you go after? Um, I've been inside them, but not. I would. That's a lot of money to spend for. This too stuff. much. So yeah. is the and co- also it's like I, I, they, I'm not welcome there. But I've seen mm. inside. You know where like she worked. Wow. So it's strictly Japanese. Oh, it's very racist. <gasps> that, that it's home. not even racist. I think. I, okay. uh, yeah. How do you feel that about about uh, how you feel I, I about that the, as an American person? There was person. an episode where there was something mentioned around that stuff, and um, I'll deal with that later. Um, <laughs> if you were at a hostess bar, she could have I, I, somebody I think, open I think it. I think there was a time in Japan where. Where that was definitely true, 
But at least from my anecdotal experience, it's been more along the lines of understanding the cultural norms. Mm-hmm. And most foreigners don't. Right. So they'd rather not take the chances. Like there might be the one outlier foreigner that understands the cultural norms for that situation right, right, and the right. language. But they're, for every one, there's like 10 that do not. Right. So they'd rather right, just right. not take anybody. Yeah. They always say that. But it, like I always feel bad for like, because people will say that about, I mean, at hostess clubs or sort of things in that space of like prostitution and stuff, I guess I understand because it could be dangerous for the women. But when that shit happens with, like, I've seen it happen like restaurants mm-hmm. and they use mm-hmm. the same excuse. And I'm like, Okay, come on. Like, you know what I mean? They're not going to be dancing around. Like, it's a fucking restaurant. Wait, like, can you can you hire them to be, like... Like, I only know, like, Tomis, right? Tomis, no. you're not... Those are the girls in Koreatown, or... I don't know. I, I don't know about the one in Korea, but the ones here, you it's a service. You have girls kind of hang out with you, serve you alcohol, speak to you, have conversation. There is not supposed to be like a sexual like sex element, oh, but the, I know what yeah, yeah. ha- but I know what happens. Like yeah, you sure. can still like if someone just vibes with you, you can you know. I think it happens sure, after. Sure. So the nice the super high end hostess clubs in Japan, the whole point is you're unobtainable. So <gasps> if 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 the, the, the you found out someone found out you've been obtained, typically you're asked to leave. <gasps> that, very that, much frowned upon. But no. you attained it. No, but I'm not. A, I'm not. But a you're customer. not a customer. You're not a customer. That was she just met in the private life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Private life what? and professional life is different. Right. No, that makes sense uh, because as soon as you fuck them, they're not going to come again, and you lose a customer. Right. So right that right. makes sense. That makes uh, sense. Like, yeah, uh, and it's and, and the whole point is like if they think they can go there and yeah. have you as their girlfriend, and have those relationships with you, um, and, and it's possible and it's happened already. It's it, it takes away sort of I, from what I understand is it takes away some of the prestige. Of <gasps> so what is happening? So are they like acting co- like so? Are are men like hitting on them in I'm a sure way? They do. Like, and I'm then sure you they have do. to be they like get drunk and like mm. you know they'll touch their leg and stuff. But that's but you about have to be like li- no. that's about the limit of it. Oh. you like that? Do I like it? You could do that. You'd be so good at it. You'd be so what good. What the fuck? That's not an insult. My friends no, no, did no. that at NYU. My Japanese friends did that. Yeah. Oh, I'd be good at being well, hard. To- like I'd be good at get- being hard to get. You mean? You just be good at you'd be a good hostess. Yeah, yeah, you'd be like fun. Oh, that might be like a really mean thing to say. It's basically modern. <laughs> I can't tell if this is a good thing or a bad no, thing. No, no, no. It's, it's 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 modern day geisha, right? That's all it is. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't. I mean, is this considered sex work? I have no idea. No, it's because, fine. I mean, it's it's related, but it it's you, minor league. Yeah. I yeah think. Do you yeah, yeah. think you'd make a good? this person a host mm-hmm. oh. oh they have guy versions oh yeah my, my, my buddy <gasps> I, I, is one of the first like uh guy gene guy wait, really? Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. i want to do that so bad i want to experience paying a man do you think we should do of... that as patreon like if yes. you or like an event where like you get to go on a date with us oh i would love to do that oh my god but yeah if you go on a date with steffi you have to pay for her but if you go with me i guess i'll well, pay for you with the, your well, patreon like, gift cards right <laughs> Gift cards. Yeah. Wait, okay, let's wait, get wait, back hold to on. let's get back to okay, this. So okay, you, okay. You, you had a long dis- you had a girlfriend in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To walk us through like what are the expenses of ha- maintaining a long distance relationship for somebody who lives halfway around the globe? Uh, a lot of plane tickets. A lot, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of plane tickets. That would be the biggest one. Plane tickets. Um, well, she told me you also owned a house in Japan. No, I didn't own a house. Oh, uh, he I, I, wait, apartment. He had an apartment. apartment. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So you helped pay. What does that mean? You split it. Oh, so you split an apartment there. Like I would pay for the ransom, like part of the ransom. Do you feel like the fact that she worked in this industry made it so that you had to pay for certain things more or less than like if it was somebody that wasn't in that industry? Like um, there were definitely times where like we would go to Hakone or whatever, right? And she'd pay for it. Oh, okay. Right. Like she wanted to like, you know, treat Treat you. Yeah. um, But like day to day, I think when we first started dating, um, 
it, I felt like I was paying the same amount that I would be paying dating Any, anyone else. Interesting. I wanted to ask you about that because I've never dated anybody from outside the America. So, huh. we, you know, in America, we always talk about like who pays first yeah. day. Who pay, what is that norm like in Japan? Uh, Do you know? Good question. I don't know if you dated other Japanese girls or. No, no, no. My, 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 it's funny. My other, other girlfriend that I was like, she was based at Hong Kong. Okay. Um, I felt like, well, and both of them are pretty independent thinking. So there, it was not really a fair example of the norm. The norm expects, I, from what I've observed from their friends, that the guy pays all the time. Mm. But I felt like both of the women that I dated from overseas were pretty good about paying sort of at the level that they were at versus where I was at. And, okay. if I, and it also depends. If I pick something mm -hmm. expensive, I, obviously I'm going to pay. Mm. Right, right, so, right, right. Um, I didn't. I, I actually feel like in LA when I've dated here, it's definitely a lot more like you're paying for everything. Mm. I heard somebody make a joke about Japanese dating and how Japanese women are really particular and they're like, no sex until you take me to Disneyland or something like that. <laughs> Have you heard I've that? I've never heard anything Have like you that. Heard? No sex until you take me to Disney Sea. I've what? never heard anything like that. Somebody was talking about that. I mean, yeah, yeah, what yeah. these girls like 18 or something? I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Adult Japanese women like love that shit, I feel like. They, some, I, some people I mean, love the, Disneyland. The women that I know in Japan pan or interacted with like you yeah. know socially they don't care for disneyland yeah but to, to be fair my my i'm gonna be um, talking about my, like my basic sample size yeah. my sample size of japanese friends in japan vast yeah. majority expats oh well that's not that's right. different that's not, that's so not japanese, japanese. Whether, whether they're expats from like other asian countries or whatever yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. if they're japanese they're so western-minded Right. that they're an outlier within the country. Sure, sure. How, how much was this apartment you were splitting and where were you living? What area was this? It was in um, Azabajiman. It's like kind of near uh -huh. Roppongi and yeah. it wasn't that expensive. Dude, Roppongi I, I, is fucking nice, dude. Yeah, but it's, it's nearby, but it was not very big and I, it wasn't that expensive. I want to say at the time it was like 1400 bucks a month. For your side of it? No, so no, it was like holding. What? Whoa. Yeah. Is oh, real but estate this was in like five years ago or something, no, right? This or was like uh, eight, eight years ago. Oh, How so is real estate in, in a different country like, like Tokyo or whatever? Like, is it comparable to LA or is it cheaper? You just get like way less space? I, you know, because they do it per square meter. So it's difficult to convert. I mean, I guess you could, but it depends. So in Tokyo, it's really expensive. So like anything big, like two bedroom, they, like let's say about a thousand square feet. It's comparable to LA, maybe a little bit more. Okay. Um, but it's, it's like it depends on the building and what right. part within Tokyo. Gotcha. Once you start getting outside of like Minatoku, it's like it gets a lot cheaper. Mm. And once you leave the city, it's dirt cheap. Word, word, word. Mm. And you can buy whole houses for okay. like a hundred grand because there, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the idea that like if a house is a certain age, it just tear down and it actually loses value over time. Yes, my dad was saying that because my grandparents own a home and she doesn't live there anymore because she went to a retirement home yeah, yeah. and I was like why don't you just sell the house and he was like well in Japan like our houses don't really gain value the same way it does in America and I didn't really understand what he meant by that but yeah he was like gonna tear it down yeah or yeah they, they tear it down because Japanese don't like old things see this is such an interesting point used car in Japan are so cheap yeah, really? so cheap. They, don't like like how they don't like used shit um, but in America it's so expensive I remember when I was in high school I was buying a fucking Volkswagen Golf I had like 30,000 miles on it for $5,000 and they're like dude you can get whatever the fuck you want for 5,000 USD in Japan if it was used I yeah, think anything, all cool shit yeah is it because like I know my parents and like my grandparents are against like used clothes used anything because they believe that there's like bad the negative spirits in it like hmm. so it's, it's some sort of like spirit thing like it's holding on to the last owner's spirits I, I i don't know about that i assumed i don't have the answer but i assumed it's just like as a culture we just like new sparkly things oh you know? want it like perfect yeah we like, we but like you know perfection. what no in japan oh i just uh, you know i went this year the vintage the vintage is crazy that's, that's a great point that's a great out point. there so, 
Koen Koenji is the new spot. Have Williams you guys been Bird? there? That's like the cool like Koenji. Oh, like, or like Shima Kitazawa? Yeah, well, that place saying, is dope too. But yeah, Koenji yeah, yeah. is like That's the new, new version oh. of the Shimo. Yeah. But it's like, it's where all like the... And the crazy thing about their vintage clothes is they buy it all in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I yeah, I yeah. where they source it from. They're like, put the yeah. new again. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Second <laughs> Street. All those companies, they're from yeah. Japan, but they open them up here. They go to Oregon or anywhere in California. They buy bundles of vintage and they take it back and Whoa. they resell it. So it's like when I go there, I end up buying all these American pieces of clothing. For way more money. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> okay, so in this segment, we are analyzing our friend's finances and um, he sent us... Are they going to see this part too? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We're editing he it. sent us three months, three to six months of his finances. I've only analyzed the last three and a half months from the beginning of this year. Is this the Amex one? And this is it's both. It's everything. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The finances of Joe Chung. Joe is a tech recruit expert from San Francisco and moved to LA during the pandemic. <laughs> this has allowed him to have a lot of <laughs> me time. And he has been busy working on his hobbies, from fixing up cars to vid playing video games to enjoying all forms of culinary delights in Los Angeles. Wait, Wait, can I just say something? Why? I love your slides because you don't come from a corporate background, so all your PowerPoints, I realize they're kind of like picture books. Yeah, it's like because mine are like very like, oh, you're gonna pitch me on a product, and you're just like you're trying to put me to bed from yeah. the story time like mommy vibes you know what i'm saying i love that really okay, okay see continue. i have no idea like because you both like come from a world where you're used to presentations but i love this mine <laughs> the last presentation i did was like in fifth grade so <laughs> <laughs> this is it okay this is what like you get stuff. okay this is me <laughs> I'm your Did financial you mentor. To make, to make this no, that's thing? no, that's a character from. from uh, uh, I love that what's, show. What's uh, that uh, show uh, called? Disenchanted. Disenchanted. Yeah. People tell me I look like her. She has yeah. freckles like me too. Yeah. Anyways, Steffi is an expert in everything. Okay. Period. She has three <laughs> extensive months of financial education at the School of Cash Cuties <laughs> under her belt. She got her BS in financial BS. Yay! Okay, just trust me, like sugarfish. <laughs> Next. Okay. So, what are Joe's hobbies? He loves cars, pizza, gas, and guns. You can't just say guns with a cute voice like that. <laughs> he his that's one of his he likes to go shoot. He has okay. an extensive so, um, amount of guns. So let me let me Yeah, walk us through. So first of all, this is the amount he has spent on cars. He didn't really know okay. in the last three and a half months. He spent oh, oh, sixty five hundred over sixty five hundred dollars in the last three months. You said? In the since January. Okay, first quarter. Okay, first quarter. This is all first that's, quarter stuff. That's all. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing I mean, this, it's not enough to buy a car. So I'm guessing these are upgrades. Yeah, but this, mostly the car stuff. What What are you spending your money on? So What's, this was the, so my car. I've I drive and use a lot, so it was approaching hundred thousand miles. Okay, and so I basically had the whole bottom end rebuilt by this. These guys down this in guy in Mexico. No, 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 no. They're in like down <laughs> Long Beach area. Okay. And that was a very big Okay, item. yeah. Gas, I know, is part of cars, but I just thought that it was crazy. You were spending 13000 I mean, $1,380. Yeah. In four months? What in is that? four months? What, what is that's, that? So my cars average about nine miles, miles per gallon. Both nine? Nine. What? What do you drive? The 4Runner is big, heavy, and it averages nine miles per gallon. And then the, the way I drive the... Porsche, it averages nine. Bro, you ago. can't say those MPG numbers around me, bro. I'm a Prius guy. Okay, you almost gave me a hard time. You kidding me? Nine <laughs> miles per gallon. I, I, on average, those cars get between nine and. Are you okay with that? 
I don't commute, so it's like purely entertainment. Oh, it's for fun. Yeah, it's for fun. Gotcha. If I was gotcha, commuting, gotcha. I'd have a Tesla. Sure, sure, sure. So okay, so guns. Um, <laughs> I you just like go shooting a lot. You have multiple guns, right? Tell us the different types of guns you have. Your big. Oh man, I can't really talk about all of them, but. Um, <laughs> He's got a bazooka. But they're fun. You like no, that's your hobbies. You go how much is it to like a round of like gun shooting when you go? It kind of depends what kind of shooting we're doing. Like if we're going to the desert, just shooting stuff, it's pretty much free. It's just the ammo. Yeah. If I go to the range, it's usually like 10, 15 bucks a person plus the ammo. So the ammo could be like fifty to hundred dollars a person, depending on how much you shoot. Wow. And, and do you own guns yourself? Yes, I do. And uh, how much is a gun? It's a wide range. It's like how much is a shirt, right? Like, right, um, right. what's your most expensive gun, and what's yeah. your most cheapest gun? I mean, I've got guns that are like around three, four hundred dollars. Yeah, and I've guns that are at three, four thousand dollars. Okay, but so that's the most. Oh. They can go way higher than that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do, is the more expensive gun more fun for you? No, actually. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Uh, there, there's there's that's what that means. The more you pay, the more yeah, fun yeah, it is. Yeah. It makes the funny no, sound no, like. No, boy, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, it's, it's it's more of like a joy. For for people, guns are different things. Once political statement. For some people, it's self defense. For some people, it's a tool. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like it's a combination of some of those things, but it's like mechanical art. Like yeah, the way in which yeah. they function. Ooh, okay, yeah, right. I like, totally it's, feel it's, that. It's like a watch or whatever. It's like mechanically, it's really cool. And when you pull a trigger, it makes a loud bang. And yeah. it's like, you know what what. What kid does not like that stuff? Sure, right? sure. Whatever, stop trying to make it sound cute. When I am studying this with your cars, pizza, gas, guns, I felt like you are a personified version of Fast and Furious. Yes, That's what this, I thought of when I saw this. This is true. If we've analyzed Vin Diesel's, right? What's his name? Dom? Dom. You need pizza Vin, to be on there? The, I think Dom eats pizza. <laughs> this is, Corona, it's what I maybe. mean. It seems very bro-y, kind of, but also like... This cool, like, it's like Vin Diesel studying you for his roles, basically. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on. Do you control your money, or does money control you? Oh wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what does Joe spend his hard-earned tech money on? Love that your um header font well, is rent on seven. That? Did I, did I give you- <laughs> no, I guess it's what so you're so small. Right. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, the- <laughs> okay this go ahead. Is- you have spent. $18,349 on food in the last three and, and drink, and drink, and drink. And drinks. That's bars. That's a third. More, over a third of the money that he spent for the yeah. last three and a half months. We see that a lot on this podcast. What do you have to say about that? I own it. It's awesome. He's quiet. <laughs> That's okay, an okay, average. You know, okay, you know why? It, it shows that I... I, I we're not attacking you, bro. I'm just trying to understand. Okay, no. I'm trying to explain myself. Okay. I, I highly value yeah. experiences and experiences with my friends. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of that time, I'm actually treating my friends a lot of times. Oh, okay. okay. He right? does. So, you do. And... Um, at the end of the day, when you die, that's what you bring with you is your memories and theory. Um, and I, that's why I'm very much okay with that amount of money spent on that and i know that's what i i mean i spent almost all my money on going out yeah and it's yeah, like yeah, sharing yeah. those experiences with my friends that's an average by the way of almost 200 dollars a day on food Ooh. just food on food good job let me with tell the you, math stephanie good <laughs> let job let me tell you the analysis <laughs> of the food right now okay you only you are half chinese half vietnamese yeah, yeah. you have gone to chinese food one time and that was hot pot and you spent nine hundred dollars. Did you not see Panda Express? Yeah, that's all. That's a don't count. That's a don't count. No, the <laughs> only ch- other Chinese food has been Panda Express. He wow. went nine times, which wow. I'm very proud of. As an Asian American, yeah. I fucking love. I love Panda. I, I just Panda went for the Express. first time in like twelve oh, years. It was pretty good. Fucking delicious. Did you know they sell hundred million pounds of 
orange chicken every year. <gasps> 100 million pounds? That's, That's disgusting. Crazy. I wish I didn't know How that. much is that? How much money are they making? That times fucking I don't know whatever what orange is. chicken is. It's crazy to make so yeah. much Okay. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. I assu- I guessed, is it right? Your rent is around 3200 It wasn't yeah, on. Yeah, 3400 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. this is interesting because like, you, so you're like, you're, a big part of your life is going out and stuff. And then the rest of your stuff is like, yeah, I guess rent and then travel it's cars. cars. Yeah, it's cars. Like pretty, he spent 6500 like Travel is about $3,800. Well, it's also, you have to remember, I haven't been able to travel for a long time. So normally that would be higher. <laughs> I you're love that um, groceries is so low, you cannot see the bar. <laughs> you, cannot, <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot see him. Yeah. We don't really, it could be negative. We don't know. Your haircut, so usually Fumi likes to ask that question. Oh, you oh, yeah. spend $70 on a haircut 60, 70, yeah. every yeah. two months. That's oh, yeah, pretty. Yeah. I go like once a month. So you go yeah. once a month. How much do you spend? Uh, like sixty or seventy. Oh with, with wow! Zip. So you get your hair cut a lot less frequently. Yeah. Than yeah. you do. Well, because mine just I have a I have like an Asian fro, so I have to go. Oh, I have to go okay, more okay. frequently. I'm, right. I'm owning it. I'm cool with that. All right. Um, I just this thought that was so far, fascinating. Stephanie. Um, you don't shop that much. I don't shop at all. Oh yeah, yeah. clothes and shit. You're not into that. No. no. Okay. 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 So <laughs> I did an analysis of the type of food you eat and you eat pizza so much you spent almost $1,400 oh, on pizza God. alone. If the average slice of pizza is $4, you ate 380 almost rounded up equivalents of spice. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 348 slices of pizza in oh three and a half God, months dude. you've either obsessed with pizza or you're holding the ninja turtles hostage <laughs> that's like 45 pizzas if each pizza pie was eight slices mama mia wow, mama mia, pizza. wow. That, this is you're a pizza guy you're a pizza guy domino's usually but he, do you see it's mostly italian pizza what's, what's japanese pizza but he does in japan he went to go get pizza when he 60 was bucks at a pizza it's restaurant pe- not pizzeria no. say no, what's that one Savoy. In, so, in, in Japan? No, there's another one oh, that say, you say. say. Really pizza really say. It's really good. It's, it's from Japan. Uh, it's in LA. No, it's from here. But they're, oh. they're those guys, um, from what I understand, went to Japan and learned how yeah. to make pizza the way they make it there. And what? they're very good. There is a, you're saying there's a pizzeria that's Japanese style in LA. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I got yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a Napolitana style, but they make it like the Japanese oh. do. So it's like a sub sub. But yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at, some, okay, right. So like 1920, this makes sense. But like they have some rows where it's like 300 bucks, three, 400 bucks. Three, what is that? Are you treating friends? Yeah, it's not myself. It's probably an Italian restaurant. Where <laughs> it could be. I don't fucking know you, bro. I mean, you sound sad. Like, it sounds fun. I imagine you like gaming or like shooting, and you always have a box of pizza with you. It's a lot. Of pizza. <laughs> You're driving around. I'm, I'm also Porsche. surprised because I feel like we are nearing the age where we can no longer eat um, cheese like that. You know what I'm Dude, saying? Dude, he works out. He goes biking. Like, how many hours but of biking do you do? It's like a thing. It's like oh, a. But see, you know, my favorite pizza, this Japanese place, is marinara. There's no cheese on it. Oh, there's no cheese on and it. There's no toppings. Oh. It's straight up tomatoes and just the crust and olive oil. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it Asian, lactose free. Okay. What's Joe's favorite type of cuisine? He likes his food just like he likes his women. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Fumi wants to thank you for supporting the Japanese thank economy. You. Thank you. He has spent $6,500 on Japanese food in the last three wow. ha- and a half months. That, that, sounds right. that is the majority of where your money goes. Then it's bars. You go to bars, you spend $4,500. I'm assuming you are there with friends. I know you like hosting. You love yeah. getting all your friends together. And that makes you hella fun. Uh, the third is you like American food at 3000. I was really surprised at how you eat a lot of really high end food, but you also fucking love Jack in the box. You love 
Pizza Hut. You love Panda <laughs> Express. <laughs> what you don't like is groceries. You yeah, do not. You hate groceries. You hate Ralph's. You hate Ralph's. <laughs> also, you hate. There is barely any Chinese food. That Chinese food, although it takes up a thousand, it says that you 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 um, spend a thousand dollars. That was one outing out of all the times you went oh, to go wow. eat out. Oh wow! You spent a thousand. You dropped one k. He dropped one on hot pot. Oh, and then, dude, yeah, yeah. Vietnamese, you, by the oh. way, which is half his mother. Like, it's not even on this list. It's too wow. far, man. It, it's too you far. You eat no Vietnamese food. There isn't any good Vietnamese food around here. You got to go to like, oh, like the gross, motherland gross. spanks you. They don't. They they're I not taking say, though, it back. I gotta say, thank you for supporting my economy. I also think that Japanese food is really, really good, and so I get this and I defend him. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, so I'm gonna give you an award right now. Okay. You are the winner, winner. There's no chicken dinner, obviously. Uh, for spending the most money ever on cash cuties. Wow. Congratulations. You spent more money. At forty-seven thousand five hundred thirty-seven dollars and nineteen cents in three months, the second person that award goes to is uh, our OnlyFans girl Kitty. She oh. spent like forty-one thousand three hundred eighty, and then you got Fumi. Third place. <laughs> third. No, you're not even third. I just put you on there just for reference. <laughs> for reference. Yeah, <laughs> he spends fifteen thousand dollars, and so, within wow. the last year, so, so that's you, fine. He, he's really spending three times more than me in a quarter that's yeah. so fascinating yeah i mean you are really fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's three times more fun than me that, really the math works out for sure <laughs> honestly kitty also yeah really she's fun. so fun yeah yeah i'm like a, i'm like 30 percent fun for sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can write off a lot of this, this chart is extremely what are you gonna insulting. do with, the, with this award yeah, are you good proud job. of yourself Actually, I'm kind of shocked. You gotta get some pizza, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, well, People yeah. come on here and they're so shocked by how much money they it's spend. It's because he's he's the first guest we've had who's not like a fucking trying to be an actor person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he has a real job and he, he's a certain age. No, but so. I think that he's kind of shocked because of the amount of money he thought he didn't know he spent. Did this you not much. know you were spending? Like Most this? people no. don't know. No, no. no. I, I, well, this is a year of NYU, my months? friend. You did four months. Or I did months? from January from till January. till yeah. now. So three months. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a lot. Dude, he's about to go on a cleanse. I swear. <laughs> this, happened, this happened to dumb. This happens to people. Yeah. They change you after You might see him at Trader Joe's next week when you're returning something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the right now. <laughs> I need you to do a video at the end, like in a year, and be like, Steffi and Fumi changed my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am more financially stable. <laughs> all right. So uh, we have job proposition for you, Joe. I think you should recruit cash cuties for all your food outing needs. Okay. <laughs> and why? Because obviously Fumi <laughs> is Japanese, yeah, which you yeah, love. Yeah. And I'm just cool. And we all love pizza. Yay. And we all have a fun time eating pizza with you. Um, thank you again. That's <laughs> it. So we, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> wow, that was, that was fascinating, actually. Was it? I, didn't, I didn't realize I spent that much money on only Japanese food. Yeah, yeah, and, that's and, a, we, and let's keep it that way. <laughs> no, you need to spend more money on. I have to say, if I were to give you any advice, go spend more money on Vietnamese food. I <laughs> Although, love Vietnamese you know food, I, man. But I was thinking a lot of Vietnamese food in Orange County is cash only, so it's probably you can't even put it on here. Mm -hmm. that, and it's just far. It's just like getting down there. It's like you know, all this stuff is like. Around you know, here. we have Vietnamese food here, right? It's not good. <laughs> what you said with the southern accent, Vietnamese food. <laughs> Like being hey, hey Joe, you know we got some Vietnamese food. Okay, <laughs> you don't gotta be so racist. 
There's one place that I really like. I really like in um, like Silver Lake called Bayou. It's really good. Okay. I hope this wasn't too much for you. No, 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 no. What What's your take? So your takeaway is that you? Yeah. Well, there were definitely expenses in there that are outliers. I think when I think about my income versus outgo, like I'm okay with what I'm seeing, but I definitely could do better. <laughs> By the way, we're not here Wait, to be like, we're, yeah. we're not here to say you should spend less. Uh, we're, okay. we're just, you know, this is not. No, a, we're saying no, we're like, I'm, I think no, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> dude, I'm not, I'm not I gave you an award. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dude. You're champion. I, I right, so think... next time, if I ever come back, I need to spend 50. Yeah. <laughs> you need to take us out more. That's that's what I'm getting from all this. Uh, Anyways, oh my yeah, God. That, that was, was great. so fun. You are so fun. You have such good stories all the time. This yeah. is why I love you. You have so much like amazing information. You have just so much. Yeah, and dude, you have so you. much like you have so much every time I see you, you're so you're in such a good mood. That's because you're like doing what you want. You <laughs> are his, doing his tummy's full of pizza. Yeah. He's always like Japanese food. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Japanese yeah, yeah. food, but he's also traveling. He's yeah, like yeah. you have a lot of hobbies. You're very well rounded. That's that's what I'm realizing is like I mean I don't know you personally, but I, I believe Steffi. You know, when you spend money on the things you like and the things that bring you joy, like you said, like you you enjoy taking your friends out. You sort of exude this happy energy mm-hmm. and a lot of people are miserable but I think a lot of times they're not doing what they like or spending money on the right thing mm. so this is actually a very inspirational PowerPoint deck if uh, I may oh, if I you. may your lifestyle yeah, you, you you inspired thank you, thank you, thank me you. thank you okay yep, sorry yep. No, no. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna get, continue spending. He's like, he's like, Steffi is not a friend. <laughs> he blocked me. He switches me for you because yeah, you're yeah, Japanese. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you see us at Trader Joe's together. We're yeah. shop. We're gonna get pizza tonight. Hey, yeah. I'd be fucking pissed. All right. All right. Well, God damn. Anyways, thank, thank you, you for, so much. Yeah, thank you for doing this podcast. This was, fun. Yeah. This was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We usually ask our guests if there's something you want to plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you're not a plug figure, but if you want to plug your consulting firm, mm-hmm. maybe people no, need your no, help. No, 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 I don't. Oh, maybe a, a charity do, you'd like to play do anything. you want people to oh. come on t- do you want people to like actually um contact you maybe to be like if they want to be headhunted like maybe oh, they, yeah. like they is could, that a thing they could i'm sure you have some but there is there's actually there, one of my clients that i work with i'm um her name is tracy she runs a company called block party and i think everyone everyone should kind of pay attention to this company what they're doing and she's a very mission-driven um company that essentially is you get um, controlling your social media experience mm-hmm. so you can block people that are harassing you. Oh! So they, yeah, so think about it as like um, Web, web 1.0 was email. Yeah. So spam filters are pretty good. So Web 2, 3, 4.0, whatever you want to call it, is all social media platforms. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So she is building a company and um, I'm helping her right now recruiting um, around building tools for people on social media to control their experiences, whether it's, you know, children or people that are getting, like for her, she was getting harassed and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. stalkers, like all those kinds yeah, of things yeah. um, to be able to better control that experience for like mental health and all that sort of that's stuff. That's amazing. Is it, that's B-L-O-C? Yeah, Block Party. Okay, the band. Okay, yeah, cool, 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 cool. So oh, we're okay. hiring. So if you, there are jobs there that you're interested in, oh, you, can, shit. you can reach out to us that How way. do you reach, the, how can they reach you? You can actually just apply right on the website. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, what's the website? Uh, uh, www.blockpartyapp.com. Yes, and if you use promo okay. code CASHCUTIES, you get an interview uh, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's it. Um, um, please follow us on all the socials mm-hmm. at CASHCUTIESPOD. Uh, you can also find me on all the socials at the Fumi Abe, the C-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me on Instagram at BakeGoods, B-A-I-K-E-D-G-U-D-S. Feel free to Venmo us. Any money outside of Patreon 
at what is mine? Stuffy is me. I forgot. I haven't yes. been saying it. And um, mine is the Fumiabe. Don't forget about Patreon, the best swi- best website in the world. Patreon.com slash CatchCuties Join the uh, movement uh, for bonus content. We just posted our first like bonus episode on there. We answer some of your fan questions. So yeah, please check that, that out. That's so fun. Uh, I think that's it. Cuties, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. And until then, spend your money wisely. Or don't. Bye. <laughs>